This is Danny. This is Rissa. And this is Don't so Watch Sober. What day it is? Yeah. When we're recording? It's, yeah. I don't, what is today? It's Tuesday. <laughs> uh, Miss, Miss Riss is um, down with some, not, not, not the dreaded plague or anything, but just the, what's the Not the Rona. Not yeah. the Rona. <laughs> just a head cold. Words, I don't want to, but, um, so we're recording on a weird day. We're recording on a Tuesday and normally it's, uh, it's Friday, so. Yeah. Plus it was like Halloween weekend and. Yeah busy times so and so yeah, but we're not we have i would say we have lives but not really we were just one off holiday right sure i'm doing things yeah uh but we're still gonna watch a halloween themed movie yeah even though this will be out after halloween but that's okay mm. it's like you know what? if you can keep your christmas lights all the way up through the first of the year all the way into March for some people. I've seen it. I know you have too. We can watch a damn Halloween movie the two days after Halloween. Yes. That's the hill I will die on. <laughs> so, and, uh, you want to tell them what we're watching? You bet your butt. We're watching a movie called Candy Corn. It is a 2019 mystery and thriller. Okay, sorry. Mystery and thriller slash horror. Hmm. I find it funny that mystery and thriller is like somehow like one category and then whatever. Nuance. It's only an hour and 25 minutes. Like most horror movies, it's a short one, which that's exciting. Yes. This is the part I'm most intrigued about. And I just feel like you need to share this, the scores, because it's just wild to me. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. So it has a 67% tomato meter, which is like, wow. Okay, critics, not bad. 14% audience score. How does that make sense? This is like the movies that I feel like have had this sort of like 30 point spread where the critic has rated it higher have been a really kind of awful, kind of really <laughs> almost offensive movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really don't know what to expect. I, I, I don't either. I'm going into this movie completely blind. I haven't a clue what this is about, so I'm actually a little bit excited about that. Yeah, I don't really know what it's about either. My husband found it, so. So, thank you. Uh, <laughs> if this is terrible, well, you'll know who to blame. Yeah. Uh, so, the movie info is, it's Halloween weekend, and a group of bullies are planning their annual hazing on a local outcast, Jacob Atkins. When they take things too far, he's resurrected to seek revenge against those who wronged him. Like, I get it's a thriller horror movie, but, like, dude, spoilers, like... In the synopsis. Well, I'm assuming it happens in the first, like, 15 minutes of the movie. Are you saying he's the Drew Barrymore? Well, I was like, is he the Drew Barrymore of this movie? But she doesn't really come back. Yeah. Also, um, uh, just a question. Is there a dog in the room with you? There is a dog. Can you hear this okay. dog breathing? I, sometimes I can hear the dog panting, and I just wanted to establish that there's a dog in the room with you, and it's not you. <laughs> I appreciate. <laughs> I just imagine me just over here panting, being a mouth breather in between them. 
our comments. Uh, no, there's a dog in the room with me. It's not me. Okay. So I appreciate that. No um, the genre I already said was, oh, and apparently they added other. It is also the other genre, whatever that means. They don't, they don't know what to do with it. That's what it means. Exactly. Uh, director is Josh Hasty, produced by Courtney Gaines and also Josh Hasty. Dang it, Sterl. It's like he, uh, it's, and, and it is also written by Josh Hasty. I'm sorry. It's just the trifecta. Director, producer, holy, writer. Holy Trinity of usually bad movies. So that might actually answer a lot. It was uh, released in 2019 and we already said the runtime. So you want to tell us who the cast and crew is? Yes. So uh, the, I'm assuming the main character here, Marcy Taylor, is played by PJ Souls. No, because so, it says Jacob Atkins. So I don't know who Marcy Taylor is. Though. I don't either. And that's weird. Okay. Um... Tony Todd plays Bishop Gate. And let me just say, if you're a horror movie fan, you already know who Tony Todd is. Right, I was going to say, that's Candyman. That's the original, original Candyman, yes. And he so was in it, Final Destination. Yes, as the, um, uh, my goodness. Mortician more, type mortician. guy, yeah. So, wait, wait, wait. Before you tell the rest real quick. Uh, so, he is, so... Todd, Mr. Todd here, Tony Todd, has been in now two movies with Candy in the title? At least. I At mean, least. he was in several Candyman movies, so. Right. I guess meant different uh, universes entirely with the name Candy. Yes. Okay. Uh, Courtney Gaines is Sheriff Sam Bramford, and for some reason, Courtney Gaines sounds really familiar, but I don't know. He doesn't look familiar, but the name sounds familiar, I agree. Uh, Sky Elabar plays Gus. Uh, oh, Courtney Gaines. Okay, I... He's in, um... Sorry, the pictures weren't loading on my phone. Courtney Gaines is, uh, in The Burbs. He's the weird neighbor, the younger one. The... Hmm. You know, the Tom Hanks movie, The Burbs. Oh, no! I freaking love the movie. I'm trying to think the weird younger neighbor, and I'm like, like the in the neighbor? weird house. Mm, are you serious? Yeah, but the what? younger one, like, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's weird. That's amazing. I would never have guessed that by looking at like what he looks like in, on this picture. Yeah, I would never guessed that's who he was. That's hilarious. Cool. Um, <laughs> great. It's like one of my favorite Tom Hanks movies. You know what? Same. Because 80s yelly, yelling Tom Hanks, he yelled in all his movies in the 80s, is the best Tom Hanks. Yes. And I didn't watch The Burbs until I was an adult, and I'm mad that I slept on that movie for so many years, because it holds up. It's a great movie. It great is. Movie. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Tom Hanks. He seems like a genuinely nice guy. Like Agreed. And he's a great actor. But anyways. Oh, uh, and Carrie Fisher's in that movie. It's a yes. great movie. Ma'am, so you need to leave because you are just breathing so loud and we cannot have you doing that this whole time. <laughs> uh, Caleb Thomas is Bobby and Pancho? Panko? Poncho? Pon Poncho Moeller? Pa Pancho Moeller? I don't know. Sorry. Apologize for the... Uh, is Lester, comma, a Dr. Death? That's... Uh, well, I think he might be the villain. What do you think? <laughs> Probably. Uh, so you want to read us some reviews? I would love to read you some reviews. Um, let's see. We have, we'll go top credit because why not, by Anton Biddle. The film's complexity emerges less from the gory slayings than 
from a more moral brand of confrontation. Uh, that was a positive review. Um, so the film's complexity emerges less from the gory slings than from the moral brand of confrontation. More from the moral brand of confrontation. Okay, so that's, we'll see if that holds up. Um, it was a bad one. Let's see what Jake Ford from Battle Royale with Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> great. The great plan works with that one. In the end, Candy Corn is not a bad film. It's well made and everyone involved gives it their all. But there's all, but that's all trapped by a stale script and the inability to provide any real scary moments. Ugh. So does that mean this is going to fall flat? Yeah, I feel like good or bad reviews, none of them are really like... They're all positive. pretty... Like, not no, hopeful. Right? They're not. I feel like, oh, if anything, all the, those two at least have been pretty, like, meh. Let me see. Um, Candy Corn is a love... Oh, you disappeared on me. Um, okay, here we go. Last one. Three out of ten. Miss Mr. Jeffrey Lyle says, Candy Corn is stale and not nearly sweet enough for genre fans. So. All right. So that's how we're going into this bad boy. So let's see. What's your bet? Do you think it's gonna? Or do you think you're gonna fall more in line with the critic rating, or do you think you're gonna fall more in line with the audience score? Just before we even know anything. I'm gonna about go that. with audience. I'm gonna go with audience as well. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the, our last few movies where we've had these spreads like that. That's where we've fallen. Yes. Cool, cool. Wheel. We're ready to get this bad boy going. Uh, do you have a strain of the evening? Oh, I do. That's right. I was like, I feel like I'm forgetting something and you nailed what I was forgetting. Uh, it is called American Sugar. Interesting. Yeah, it feels a little, um, wheat fields and Midwestern, but <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> but the name. Uh, and I do not have a cocktail of the evening, given that I am sick. I did do a shot of tequila before this, which I'm just saying it was helpful to kill germs, too. So, you know. Um, Open up but, them, uh, those uh, sinuses and windpipes. Yeah. Uh, so, it is a free-for-all drink what you want tonight. It's a wild card, bitches. Wild card. <laughs> All right. All right. Ready for this? Ready. We'll keep right. it for anyone that wants to watch along. So we are pretty much at zero seconds here. Uh, we're going to start in three, two, one, go. Ooh. I feel like... Okay, I was like, duh, Ed? <laughs> it's like, dead in, don't open, or whatever the... the um. Walking Dead one was on the door that everyone made fun of because the way it was. Right. Yes. We are like this is like old time. Oh, local boogeyman production. Okay, I mean, I, I, I dig the one. name. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually kind of did the old like, I don't know. It gave me a Moulin Rouge vibe with like the entrance. The music sounded like seventies Starsky and Hutch though. Oh, absolutely. The music didn't fit the the intro. It was a weird combo, but what it was. Well, this looks like an affluent town here, doesn't it? <laughs> this is every um, Midwestern inflicted town? Oh. Midwestern town. Well, I mean, that too. But you know where your only industry is the dying farmland and like the one bustling mill that is now basically only home to like 40, 40 people that work there because, I don't know. Yeah. The Walmarts ran them all out of town. The Walmarts. <laughs> 
What? What? They do. I understand the misdirection that they're trying to do this with the do you want right. to do this out in public? But okay, how old is these people supposed to be? Because that guy there with the wide furry collar there, he is a lot older than that guy sitting next to him. I think the guy sitting next to him has Michael Sarah syndrome. Like, looking perpetually long, young when you're not, and unfortunately, the longer it goes, the more just kind of odd you look. Oh, I was gonna say, wait, he doesn't have any lips? Maybe maybe it's more just his energy and the style he's wearing as how I've seen Michael Sarah kind of with his weird beads, yeah. and maybe it's more that. Actually, he kind of looks a little bit like Denny from The Room. He does. <laughs> and she's like a Z- Zydera. Oh, Kim, that's not her name. Oh my gosh, I am such Zendaya? A- Zendaya. I feel like she has a little bit of that vibe. I wouldn't say an appearance, but again, just kind of energy. I feel like just her hair, mostly. Maybe it's that. Oh, okay, that mustache on my guy. Ooh. <laughs> that's a, I can't grow a mustache mustache. It really is. <gasps> you know who this this guy looks like? Um, Jawbone? We're calling him Jaws or whatever? I don't know. Uh, he's a more attractive Jason, oh, the last name's gonna elude me. I'm and like, we... a more attractive, what are we going for here? Jason Schwartzman. I don't know if I'd say more attractive. Remember him? Yeah. I know who you're talking about, but I don't think I'd say more attractive. You wouldn't say more attractive? No. Okay. Like... I just mean, like, feature-wise, like, seems more... Oh, okay, that nose, though. <laughs> Maybe I'm just focused on that jawbone and that... And that hair, it looks like it's separate from the rest of him. He definitely has got a bit of a 70s bouffant thing going. <laughs> it certainly isn't the best hair. Okay, I can't... I love those old-style Halloween decorations yeah. they all have up. Also, what year is this supposed to be now? Because now I'm not quite sure. I don't know. Because he looks like he's straight out of 1970, and I don't know the... Well, yeah. Look at the blender. And the fact that he's talking about a rotary... Not a rotary phone, but just like a... my gosh, a regular home phone. Over those glasses. Pedo glasses, yeah. Yeah. Well, if no one pulls out a cell phone, I guess that'll answer the question. That's fair. Because honestly... Oh, I don't know about him now. All of these people. They all look questionable. How old are you compared to them? What do you want in on? You know what he wants in on. He's the guy that hung out (laughs) at the high school. All right, all right, all right. You got it. They stay the same age and I just keep getting older. Yes, I do. Or yes, they do. However it goes. That's this guy. I... Ugh. I'm going to go ahead and say already this acting was pretty shit. It absolutely is. Shit, yeah. Oof. None of their acting is great. I mean, it's better than the acting in uh, Birdemic, but... Oh. That's not saying much. I was going to say, that's like scraping the bottom of the barrel here. It doesn't take much to be better than that. Um, I, okay, this is absolutely in the past. Look at that TV. Sometimes it's hard to tell, though, because sometimes it's just a poor town. 
That's, you know what, that's true because that tends to be, like, I think you and I both have a pretty good, um, pretty good judge on that, but given, like, the home visits we've done where it can, you can walk into a home and it literally looks like you're walking back in time. Yeah, like you're time traveling, yeah. Yeah, because they've never updated anything or it's like the house is over 100 years old and it's like, oh, damn, this house has been probably your family for three generations and nothing's changed. Mm Mm-hmm. I had a gal that was like that, and, like, literally she had a house coat hanging up by her couch that was from, like, 1965, and the house coat, no kidding, was probably just as old. And it was just, I don't know, just thinking about that she'd been doing the same thing, because she was, like, in her 90s, and I'm like, how long has she just been having the same exact routine? Weird. So is this our local outcast? I think so. Josh Hasty's Candy Corn. I really feel like you could have come up with a better name for this. Agreed. It is definitely throwing some classic um, Halloween scary town vibes, though. I will say that. I like that Especially 70s scary. feel, yeah. Yeah. And the font is very 70s feel mixed with, like, super bad. Yeah. I don't know. But I could just, oh, this guy looks like every kid that went to my high school that I didn't want to have a conversation with. Except for he's not like, wearing shoes. Now I feel a little bad for saying that, but it was just the greasy hair in the eyes, and you're like, ugh, no thanks. Yeah. No, I, I understand. But yeah, it definitely has, like, a Halloween, uh... The music, too. Haddonfield-type vibe. Mm-hmm. Which I will I always... say, in the new Halloween movie, no matter what your opinion is on it... I do appreciate that they used the old fonts and like Ooh, they music did. That's awesome. and yeah. Uh, I feel like I it just gets me right in the nostalgia button. Like I get it. Like as long as I like I love nostalgia when it's updated in a way that is plays homage homage yeah. to something, but isn't stuck in its very conservative like this character was white so therefore has to be played by a white person again sort of attitude oh tony todd executive produced this movie well that's kind of interesting so he obviously wanted it to get made he paid money to make it or invested money i guess right sure like investing something into it i don't know how that works i don't know how showbiz works baby (laughs) no Oh, well, Courtney Gaines uh, produced it, so, with Mr. Josh, who also wrote and directed it. This is also throwing out, I can't tell if it's 70s or 80s, because I'm, well. It's 70s, because it's very, like, Jaws 2. Not Jaws 2, Jaws also, like, that kind (laughs) of time period. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking, like, it gave me Stranger Things vibes, but I don't think it's quite that modern. Not quite. I know we talked about this on, um, okay, creepy taxidermy creeps me out. It's bad taxidermy. It's so bad, right? I know we had talked about this before in a different movie about, oh my gosh, totally lost, lost my train of thought. Um, Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it's gone. It'll come back, hopefully. <laughs> Is this supposed to be an actual, like, um, 
Carnival. What's that? Carnival? Yes. Or Freak show. Freak show, thank you. I mean, don't get me wrong, I dig old-timey carnival vibes. I mean, I know there's a lot of, like, people being taken advantage of, and it's bad, but just the, like, aesthetic. Oh, for sure. And I don't think, like, and this is a personal opinion, like, now we have this, you know, little person who's obviously part of this. I think freak shows are if everyone is consenting to doing it and getting paid appropriately and all that which unfortunately that doesn't happen yeah. but if they were ran like that i don't think there'd be anything wrong with them as long as everyone that was in it knew what they were doing and knew well what that meant well there was that show on for a while and i don't remember what it's called might have just been called freak show but it was a freak show down in venice beach and all the people were there voluntarily like mm-hmm. They all know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're not being taken advantage of. Right. It's not like the 1930s when people were basically getting thrown into asylums when they're no longer useful to the freak show or yeah. they, they be, had to join a circus because the family didn't want them. Yeah. It's... You know what's so, weird to think is the fact that, like, mental health and, and like, mental illness... No, I don't want to say mental illness. That's been around forever, obviously. But, like, psychology, I guess, and, like, helping people with mental health really have not been around that long. And, like, the fact that people were throwing mentally ill people just into state, essentially asylums to rot, mm-hmm. was, like, just in the last, like, century. And just, I don't know. It's just crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were throwing Down syndrome people yeah. into asylums and just leaving them there. Like, just, yeah, people that were, did not, I mean, probably so many people that were put in asylums did not need to be there. Or people getting lobotomized that were just, like, having a bad day well pretty much if you had someone you wanted to get rid of you just hospitalized them right and it's just so fucked up like it's just it's just sad to think how much autonomy people didn't have back then and we still don't have in a lot of cases but yeah oh this is dr death okay yes Well, I'm trying to figure out what his deal is, but I obviously we. Oh my god! Ew. Oh, I see. So they're gonna be dicks. Yes. There's something that I feel like you can just tell when something is a costume of the era and the time versus an actual vintage piece from the time. Because right. I feel like the styling of this is, like, it's very clear these people are not from the 70s. Right. Like, this guy with his mustache, like, I feel like that mustache is not quite right. There's something right. uncanny valley about it. I can't tell how old uh, bald dude with glasses is. Ew. He has said literally zero words to these idiots. Yep. So essentially what's happening is uh, they're being mean. Oh. Well. A guy on bike is getting beat up at the freak show by the jerks that were at the diner. 
The outcast, as they call him. Oh, slow-mo punching, acting all dramatic. Yeah. While hearing, like, wailing in the background, like, you know, when you get hit in the head. The twang that lasts. And the girls pretending to be all against it. She's so sad, but she's watching it happen, letting it happen. Right? And blackness. And the doctor's finding him. And he's upset. I, I think he's I'm, dead, maybe? I don't know. I can't remember. We read, we read the synopsis. Somebody dies, and now I can't remember who it was. Did he die? It just says he was part of their prank and he, like, gets revenge. Oh, I thought it said they... For some reason, I thought it said that he died. Yeah, he threw the first punch. Let's see. A group of bullies are planning their annual hazing on local outcast Atkins when they take things too far. Okay, he's resurrected to seek revenge. So, yes. So I guess I think, okay, I'm saying, I just assumed resurrected in the sense of the death part. Yes, I assume that's what that means. Not, I would say you can use resurrected in other ways, but typically in a synopsis, I wouldn't imagine it would mean anything symbolically. So somebody's going to bring him back. No. Okay, in this scene, he straight looks like Nick Cage beat up like that. He looks, yeah, I was going to say, he looks <laughs> completely different. Yeah. Oh, you know what the, this movie makes me want to watch on this podcast, even though we've both seen it? You know. Huh. You know. No. Tiptoes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I don't know what this makes you think of. The only reason it makes me think of it is just because the, the fact there's a little person in... Well, the, actually, Tiptoes, the majority of it is the little people, except for Gary Oldman playing a small person. Which I don't person. understand. If you put all the time and effort to have all these... <sighs> Little people be in your movie. Why didn't you hire a little person to be the main character in your movie and stop stuffing Gary Oldman's legs in a couch? You know, and that's the thing that I think, like, uh, it's like taking someone's voice away. You know, it's like you took, in that movie, it's like you're taking away that, the movie's about little people and you're literally taking their voice away by and giving it to Gary Oldman. That's the yeah. main character. Like, and don't get me wrong, like, I like Gary Oldman's other movies. I just of course. don't understand. I just think tipped, I just uh, I think they could remake that movie and well no that movie no a no it's all it's a it's offensive it's a well, even if Gary Oldman's character was a little person oh no absolutely it's horrifically offensive but like if you could rework it to where it was trying to make a lesson because that movie there's no lesson in that movie at all no but you couldn't because the whole point of the movie well I don't want to ruin it but. The whole point of the movie is the offensive part, so. But, well, yes, you are absolutely right. I'm just saying, like, if even the title's offensive. That title is offensive. If you could have some sort of redemption towards the end somehow, I don't know that you could. No. <laughs> There's no saving grace for this movie. I just don't want to know how they got all the big name stars to be in this movie. That's what I want to know. It probably read different. Like Geely. <laughs> yeah. 
Why does his face... Oh, he put the mask on. I was like, why does his face keep getting worse? Oh, you know. Magic. Okay, I have a lot of questions. One, does this quote-unquote outcast have parents? How old are these kids? Are they grown-ups? Like, and why does he have a Halloween pumpkin bucket full of just candy corn? Loose candy corn. That, you know, it was the, his face was, ugh, that mask. I have all of those same questions, and none of these questions are, I don't think we're going to get answered for us at all. When we say mask, is it a mask, or is it somebody's face? It feels like, it, it, by, by saying mask, I feel like what you mean by that is a mask that you would have gotten from, like, House of a Thousand Corpses, as in it's made out of human skin. Yeah. Um, Leather face. Yeah. Which didn't he just seems to like pull out of a box like this is like a casual thing he does like every Friday night. He does black magic on the side, it's fine. I mean he absolutely does. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? You know what? Someone just gotta manifest some revenge. I don't know. Don't manifest revenge. That usually comes We're gonna try to do a jump scare with, with him wicked up, aren't they? Oh, probably. What is he? I guess disappointed. I guess not. Mm. It's another misdirect, probably. Oh! You hear his his breathing that sounds like my breathing right now. I was say, is it going to be bear roars again, like hatchet? Because I swear to God, oh my God, that much bear sounds. There's supposed to be people sounds, and I'll lose it. Wow, it's just fade to black. I'm surprised. This is hey, no, it's Halloween. Ugh. This, this song is nostalgic, right here. The scene, though, so good. There's I mean, Courtney Gaines. That's Courtney Gaines. Yeah. He's oh my now. gosh, he's. His picture on um, Rotten Tomatoes did not look like that. Oh, how 70s is that? Drinking a beer in a beer koozie, driving a cop car. Hey, yup. And you'd be like, he's not driving, moving the wheel like that. No, (laughs) fucking steering back then sucked. It's funny that you said that because we I literally just had a conversation conversation with Brian about that. I mean, you know, when you can really tell an old movie is clearly being like there's a green screen behind them or they're being pulled by another vehicle and they're just like really playing with that wheel. Yeah. But this it's, you were absolutely right. The suspension on those sort of things, uh, they kind of want to play them. I mean, he turned it a little much there, but yeah. some of those old vehicles, yeah, there's a lot of play in those wheels. I have only driven a car without power steering a few times in my life, but holy fuck, that's hard if you're going It sucks, yeah. Sucks ass. Like, holy hell. I had no idea. Like, like if you don't know, you don't know. Like, it's crazy how difficult it is to move a damn car without power steering. And then for a while, I had power assist. Oh, what's that? Like, it was, like, partially power steering, but not quite? Yeah, it's like, you kind of have to be going, like, you have to be going faster. Like, how regular steering would be. It's easier when you're going faster. Right. It's kind of the same idea. I see. I think. 
been a long time. Right. It's been a long time since I haven't had to, you know, roll up a window without pushing a button. Right. Um, so in that, what's all that's happened, we looks like we've seen Mr. Um, well, I can't remember his damn name. Mr. Atkins. I can't think of his first name. He was naked covered in what appeared to be blood, but seemed very much alive. Ish. Ish. He was a physical form, I guess is my point. It looks like this town is called Grove Hill, for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed, though, with... I, I feel like... Nice hair. Oh, that hair is hilarious. I feel like they did a pretty good job for um, the cars, and this looks very of the time. Okay, just... Sheriff is wearing a fake belly. Is he? I'll have to look at I don't know. Up. It looked really, his whole shape looked awkward. Yeah. It, he doesn't seem, well, hard to say. I was thinking he didn't seem to have the face to have a big belly like that, but it makes me think of the belly that, uh, in Schitt's Creek. <laughs> that what's his butt wears. So I feel like they got the aesthetic really well, except for, like, the clothing for, um, like, the younger people. I feel like that's just a little yeah. off. Yeah. It's all very confusing. Yeah. Jacob. He did. What was the prank? Beat him up. Does she get any sort of redeeming redemption for going to the cop after the fact? I don't know. I mean, it's better than, like, Sarah Michelle Geller or, um, I can't think of the other one from, like, I know what she did last summer. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Thank you. Another three-named bitch from the 90s. They're not bitches. They're probably very lovely ladies. <laughs> that was such a thing in the 90s was just have, like, three names. Yeah. That might be a fake belly. His whole body, upper body shape is just weird. I feel like they gave him like the standard sheriff fat belly. They absolutely did. Because his face isn't even that fat. And her hair looks like it's 80s. It's, Yeah. That's what I feel like whoever did the costuming didn't quite understand the decade they were going for, but then the set designers absolutely knew the decade they were going for. And it just doesn't quite mesh. Well, that's all they could find at the thrift store. I don't know. Right, right. That's probably it. And I mean, honestly, the further we get, I'm sure they'll start to mesh a little bit more and gets a little bit more, like, not quite lines cleared for decades. When a police officer, sheriff man, asks if you have a minute, you don't really get to say no. You really don't. Especially unless you're, like, a, not a middle-aged white man. So, I just am always reminded when, like, people go around knocking on trailer doors to, you know, have interview or talk to people I just I just am always taken back to like when you and me had to go up to you know up north and do that stuff <laughs> yeah but can I say the lights hanging there literally I have those like 
on my gazebo in the back. Oh, yeah, we have, I think everyone and their mom has those things. Same. Those are not old. Not at all. That's Costco special right there. At least that's what we got ours. Yeah. We got the solar ones. Did you get the solar ones? Ooh, no. Solar ones would make a hell of a lot more sense. Yeah. So, I feel like this seems portrayed a lot in scary movies where, like, especially in the freak show scenario, does the guy, the clown, or whoever with the painted face, ever take the damn face paint off? Apparently not. Because I feel like, I then I made it just take it back to like the House of Thousand Corpses, like Doctor Spaulding. I don't think you ever see him without face paint on his face. Yeah. Like God, I just imagine how gross your pores would feel. You wouldn't feel them after a while. <laughs> That's fair. Maybe it gets so ingrained in the identity, it's like washing it off. It's like washing off a piece of yourself. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you just be like, this is not that deep. <laughs> they're dirty, they're dirty, uh, carny people. Carnies. That felt, like, offensive after I said it. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't say it like that because that feels like maybe a cultural appropriation sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's not, it doesn't, didn't feel like a word I should be able to use. Has he done voice work or anything? Has he done voice work? Yeah. I, his voice, I feel, sounds very familiar. Outside of, like, his acting. Um. Let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to make you, like, look it up. I just thought maybe because you, your mind is like a damn steel trap for that sort of stuff. So I thought maybe you just would know offhand. I don't. Offhand. Uh. No, he's been in a lot of horror movies, though. Hmm. Or shitty horror movies. You know, I don't know, like, honestly, like, I couldn't even begin to tell you what, like, actors in this range get paid. Like, I sincerely have no idea. Yeah. But if it is a regular, like, wage that you would make, like, and you enjoy acting, even if it's crap, like, it sounds like a pretty fun career to have. Right? Like, why not? And almost probably better if you don't want to be ultra famous because I would want to just be able to go to the grocery store and not be recognized. Yep. I think that sounds awesome. But only get recognized by, like, people who really appreciate you. Exactly. The hardcore fans that are, like, that super niche group. He was in one episode of It's Always Sunny. Oh! Uh, maybe that's what I know from because, I mean, I am an avid watcher of It's Always Sunny. He's been in a lot of single episodes of TV shows. I almost but no, like... it doesn't look like he's done voice work. I almost feel like the people that are always in one-off episodes of shows or, or like, you know, your SVU characters that are like, hey, how do I know you? I know you from something. You say, oh, because you've been in 10 episodes of one random dead person in a long right. order uh, CSI. I always feel like those people get more stuck in my brain is more of like a... Have I seen you in the street? Like, what? <laughs> your face is so familiar. And it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, it's like literally you have like. Is Jacob growling? I swear to God, he better not be. <laughs> now somebody's showering. Look at that doorknob. I love that doorknob. This is like the I... kind of doorknobs that broke off. See, yeah. They're so thin. They're the glass doorknobs. 
I wish that house, and I think it, I mean, I wish houses were more like, you didn't have to buy a million dollar house for it to have like more ornate things and they weren't just all builder grade. Like right. how I feel like they used to be a little bit more. Less cookie cutter, I guess. Well, it took a lot more time to build a house back then. That's true. What time is it? In her home? Well, yeah, she's like laying down in bed, but it's like light outside. Mm. Oh, let's do something at the window. Yeah, it. Uh, I don't know. I, if I had to guess, I'd say like mid afternoon. Like it's bright as hell out. Well, yeah, it can't be that late because it's October, so it would be dark early. Yeah. Make him I shave can't... his stupid mustache. You read my mind. Oh, his acting is so bad. I watched you kill a man last night, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that got me right to giggle dick, but it did. Whoa, you called it! She literally just said that exact same thing. <laughs> Pretty much. He's fine. He's not fine. He just wants in uh. your pants, and he's gross. I don't care yeah. if he's all there is in the town. Get rid of him. Seriously. You could do better. You, She could do so much better. Ugh. How Ew. old are you people? Um, well, they work. I'm push. I'm saying 18. Like, just fresh out of high school. That's my guess. Well, yeah, I know he's going to school. Well, it's also a small town. I mean, these kids are dropping out at probably 16 to go work on the farm or whatever. She doesn't look 70s. like she works at the farm. Well, she certainly doesn't, but, I mean, he probably does. Side note, though, this was filmed in Ohio, so we were right with the Midwest thing. Yes! It feels like Ohio. I've never been to Ohio, but it feels I like haven't either. what I imagine Ohio's like. Right, like everything outside of Cleveland? Yes, Exactly. Rotary phone. There's something quite lovely about a rotary phone in the sense of how you dial. It is painfully slow, but there's something yes. quite... Oh, quite, I used to um, love playing with the rotary phone as a kid. This, when it rolls yeah. back. Love that. Oh, and you got one number wrong and you had to start all the way over? <laughs> yeah. Pain in the ass. I swear, if anyone that doesn't know who we are listens to this podcast, I think we're 80 years old. We're not. Do you remember in my day with the rotary phones? Ooh. Did Mike always have an accent? Um. I don't think he did. I it's remember. like comes and goes. Well, that's a sign of bad acting, right? <laughs> How old is he supposed to be? You know, I thought Mike looked younger in the beginning, and now I'm thinking Mike is, like, in his 30s. 
Yeah, he looks old. And she looks like, yeah, like, I feel like it's a vast, now seeing them commute, talk together, it's like, I don't know. It, it seems more um, severe than it did before. Jesus, people. Rude. Can I point out, we are already a third through this movie, and he has not murdered anybody. Yes. One person has died, sort of, and it wasn't even like... And that was the whole plot of the movie, was that he was supposed to, so he could come back and exact his revenge. And there has been literal zero revenge. They're really making us work for it, aren't they? It's like... Shampoo did not exist in whatever universe this uh, Apparently. movie in. Like, how greasy can this hair get? What? Oh. What is that? Never mind. Oh. No, he's not. He's disgusting. He's on Megan's law now. He's absolutely, he's absolutely on Megan's Law. He was on Megan's Law just by owning those glasses with that hair. He was on Megan's Law before Megan's Law existed. Agree. He is the reason Megan's Law is a thing. <laughs> oh, what is this man? The fire grill. This. Uh... So there's no background music, and there isn't. It's weird. It is weird. It feels like everyone thought it was like a low budget choice they made, or what that was. Yeah. It's odd. We're just watching uh, Doctor Death here. Be weird. Now we're watching this guy go to the bathroom. Creepy pedo man. Ugh. What is? Movie. Oh, maybe he's gonna die now. Oh, maybe. On the toilet. Nope. Who shoes up? That lady. Oh, gosh. I, it's so weird, I feel like, to see people smoking cigarettes inside buildings because it's... Right. It's, it's jarring. Who does she look like? Ew. Don't call yourself Big Gus. Ugh. heard about what she did last night? No. 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 Ew. Ew. No, don't show me her boobs. Please don't show me her boobs. No. Oh. I mean, there's nothing wrong with her boobs. They're perfectly fine. It's just unnecessary. You know what makes it extra unnecessary? Is... The fact that she's smoking a cigarette, blowing it in his, uh, blowing it in his face, and now, well, he's having sex with. What? He loves lot lizards, apparently. Uh, if y'all didn't know what a lot lizard was, which I did not until uh, Brian recently, I can't say it was probably within the last year, told me. Really? Uh, yeah, I had no idea. I'd never heard that term before. Oh my uh, God. The prostitutes. Specifically, well, like trucker prostitutes. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, um, prostitutes that go around. Sex like, workers. 
is prostitutes not appropriate anymore? Yeah, I guess not, huh? Sex workers. Sex workers. Sex workers. That uh, frequent truck stops. And that was where they find their clientele. So they hang out in the truck stop parking lots, basically. So lot lizards. Um, he looks like a jack-o'-lantern. How did he know that was Jacob? He's wearing that mask. I don't... And he's, like, growl-purring. He's growl-purring. We went from bear to cat. Or, like, it's not like a panther or cougar. Why is there so much blood coming out of his mouth? I don't know. That death was, um... I would not buy food from this place. I wouldn't buy anything from this place. This is the place where you were driving through a small town on your way to a bigger town, and you're like, crap, I have to stop and use the bathroom, and this is the only option. Right. You do not buy anything made by anybody's hand in this place. You will be eating hair. Who knows from where? And we'll probably and so get many some diseases. salmonella. Yeah. This is a town that doesn't understand food safety preparation. Well, 70s, what food safety preparation? Solid point. <laughs> His mustache has got to go. Oh, it's so bad. It's like in three pieces. That's because he's been growing it since he's 13, and it's taken, and he's probably 19 now, and it's taken that long to get this full. You did go to the cops. Like, my gal. Don't make excuses for the douche. Well, it was the 70s, right? And he's his best friend, probably. I bet you are. He is a prick. I think you're a prick friend. Absolutely. You just ran in there to tell them? Oh, I'm like... (laughs) I think they just kind of didn't play it. The audio there. Why did they play this music that this is like a real sad situation for this? The guy was a pervert. Yeah. Like, they're playing this really sad, and I don't know why. Like, it should be more shock, I feel like. Right, why would it be sad? He's fucking gross. And how is candy corn evidence it was Halloween? Right, and also wear gloves. Seven days. I know, I'm just... How many uh... fucking true crime stories are out there that the cops fucked up back then because they just did whatever? Seriously. Or wanted some sort of glory so framed other people for their own fucking ego or et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, seriously. Or just it's... said, oh, you know, they probably just ran away. Oh my god, right? So the guy, did he have a kidney horn shoved all the way down his throat? Is that what that was? I don't know. This isn't sad. Like, Get rid of the sad music. How do the critics rate this so high? I don't know. It's almost... Ugh. It's like trying to be artsy and failing miserably at it. Like, I could understand them if they had started the sad music now. Because this guy's clearly having an emotional issue and and a breakdown. Well, he's going to have PTSD for the rest of his damn life. Well, absolutely. I can't even imagine. 
But like I didn't, yeah, sound music in the beginning for. Yeah, th- this is when they choose to put in music, and it's the wrong music. Absolutely. Somebody told someone like, "I want it to be kind of like a somber tone," and someone's like, "Somber equals sad," <laughs> exclusively. Like, and doesn't understand nuance. So, is that a cat holding up a, a weirdly realistic devil mask? I don't know. I thought you were going to ask if that was a cat on his head. Well, I mean, it could have been a cat at one point. <laughs> what are those types of hats called? They make me think of Russia. That's what I was thinking too, Russia. I don't know. Everybody in this movie has greasy hair. I haven't seen a single person without greasy hair. Like, I doesn't have hair, so. Well, that's fair. His hat's probably greasy. He doesn't really have greasy hair, but he... He could. What would they know? She already told you what happened. Mm-hmm. So you should just be assuming that... Yeah. How many different pumpkins were in the background of that scene? Like, five? Uh, Plus a the lot. trash bag? See, that guy's got no hair. Oh, yeah. That's why he needed the cat on his head. <laughs> Apparently Gus was into lot lizards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing to worry about. To a fucking small town and there's a murderer and there's nothing to worry about. Her name's Carol. 70s? I guess. I feel like the blonde chick that is like a receptionist is every receptionist I've ever seen in any sort of setting like this. Yeah. I think uh-huh. that's the uh-huh. most. Yeah. The, it's such a horseshit answer to have. Things like that don't happen in our town. It literally looks like they gave him a fake belly and then a shirt that was too big for him. Oh, they did. They were really wanting to go in for that, like, alcoholism, on the brink of alcoholism sheriff look from the 70s. That doesn't do much, so he's fat. Exactly. But, like, where the belly sits is very much all like that real bloated belly. Because his, like, neck and stuff isn't fat at all, so it doesn't look like he's holding a lot of extra weight, like... It's like super, super low. Yeah. I don't know. The time it would take to do something like that. It clearly didn't take that long. Right. How old are you? It was the 70s. Uh, The life was harder on kids? They looked older sooner? I don't know. Life was harder on everybody. Right? It's all the lead poisoning and constant nicotine intake. What is wrong with you? Wait! 
Wait, your dad's the sheriff? You were supposed to be a child? I told you he's a child. He's supposed to be. That's why I keep saying, how old are you? I just... I, I just... I didn't realize they were going to so, go as far as be like, my dad's the sheriff. Child. Well, it doesn't mean he has to be like a child child. Well, no, I know that, but it just felt like the way he presented was like, my dad's the sheriff. Like, I also okay, didn't know how really? he's related to him. He doesn't look anything like him. Right? Careful with what you already killed a guy. Where's your microphone at? Because it's moving around a whole lot. Oh, sorry. I'm moving it. Okay. Yeah, it was real loud for a minute. Yeah, but no. He looks nothing like who his dad, who was supposed to be the sheriff. At all. I think his accent got real strong. I think he's the worst actor of the bunch so far. Yes. Yeah, he... Blondie here, with bad mustache, looks, like, familiar, and I think it's... I don't know why. Yeah, he does. It could just be a generic white guy mustache with denim shirt. <laughs> oh, you know what vibe it is? He's giving me a um, Evans Peters vibe. Uh... And I think probably one of the American Horror Stories. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. I have to look at Evans Peters with a with a da, 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 a mustache and see. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. You ever had that where your mouth just decides it doesn't want to work, so you gotta just reset it all the time. <laughs> we got a little pumpkin present for Denny here. Uh oh. I do understand uh, what that critic was saying with there's no real, like, scary. Absolutely. That, yes, that has been, that's held out for sure. Is he squishing his head? What's he doing? He, like, I, what I thought was, like, grabbing his spine, but now I don't know. I'll... Oh, yeah. yeah, no, he ripped part of his spine out. Somehow. Why is he so tall now? I think he was already tall and then that kid just was kind of on the short side. So it just looked really extra um, extra apparent. Maybe he just gives me Evans Peters vibes when he's the, um, like, transatlantic guy from the, uh, hotel. Because he's got a mustache in that. <laughs> and it's split in the middle. Who's he supposed to be in that? He's supposed, like, uh... He's like a, bear, a tycoon or a oil No. He's supposed That's to be right. like somebody, though, that really existed. And my brain is just... Let's see. Not processing it. Mr. March. Right, but he's supposed to be uh, like a actual. I just that was like one of the first things that came up, and I was looking it up to see. Let's see. And a real life inspiration. 
That's what I want to know. Not telling me. Oh, real life serial killer who went by the name H.H. H. Holmes. Thank you. H.H. H. Holmes is what I was trying to think of. Your brain can rest now. <laughs> Do you know about H.H. H. Holmes? No, I don't. I oh. just I pulled it up. I'm going to have to read. You should look into H.H. H. H. Holmes. He seems, I was like, I, I feel like this is already like the weird circus version of um the, um, my gosh, the house in, down in California. Uh, Winchester Mystery Winchester House? Winchester Mystery House. Uh, of what, like... Kind of, but it's like a murder house, basically. Okay. It's a hotel. Oh, you up. check in, you don't check out kind of situation. Yeah. Got it. That's why you should see more, well, it's probably because, you know, the internet and people knowing and not being able to get away with stuff like people did in the 70s and, the, you know, previous times. But, like, Airbnbs, right? Like... It could just be so easy to just off people at Airbnbs. Rock solid alibi this time? I doubt it. It's a very skinny door. It is, a, I feel like, a true testament of how fat Americans have gotten in the sense of, like, the differences in sizes of doors in houses built now versus But you say that, but ago. if you think about it, there was a whole time period where being fat meant that you had money. Oh, no, absolutely. I just think, in, like, America didn't see that time frame. There was America that whole, been... like, Victorian era, which is a problem. It wasn't about being healthy. It was about being as skinny as possible. Mm-hmm. That, like, tiny waist. And it was, it was just what was in vogue at the time. Yep. Just like in the 1920s, it was all about having a stick, thin figure and no boobs and the whole bit. Well, that's different. I was talking about Victorian. Oh, no, I understand that. I'm just saying, like, the difference. I was just saying decades. Each decade seems to have its, you know, trends that tend to follow whatever is in style. And so Victorians, the corsets and pushing all your organs in different directions. Yeah. To make your waist as tiny as possible. Here's the sad music again. It, it doesn't play like... I, I see now more mystery thriller than horror. The only thing horror about it is like the five seconds of death. I mean, I get that douchebag McGee's father is the sheriff, but like, did none of these other kids have parents? It was the seventies. You just ran around until the um, streetlights came on, right? <laughs> and parents at sixteen. They're all at the mill? What, what did the small town seem to have for work? I don't know. I don't either. No one's to be here after you. that. Curfew. Martial law? Does he have the right to just call martial law in his town? Who's the sheriff? Does the sheriff have that level of power? The sheriff had to call the state of emergency here for COVID that shut down the town. Really? Oh, damn. Yep. I didn't realize that was the sheriff's, like, role in that. I guess that's why they're elected. That makes sense. Uh, 
Ugh, this guy. Yeah, no, I take back everything I said about him being attractive. He is not at all. He's like the thin man mixed with, I don't know. A skeleton? Yeah, kind of. And for some reason, he's giving me weird, like, praying mantis uh, grass. Yeah, I think it's that neck. It's the neck, right? And I'm sorry, you're planning to play these two like they're related? Get a grip. Well, he's got a 40-year-old son, and he's, like, 50, so... <laughs> and he has brand-ass, very ginger hair, and... Right. Yeah, and this gentleman is rather swarthy. It makes no sense. Seriously, how old is this guy supposed to be? I don't know. I'm telling my grown adult man son with all this chest hair. Seriously. <laughs> He's got a sweater under there. Uh, yeah. I mean, granted, I had some friends growing up in high school that could have literally bought liquor at probably the age of 14. So. Oh, yeah. No, there was a guy in high school. His hair was already thinning and, like, graying. And, it, yeah, he looked so old. But I don't think that's the case here. No, I don't think that's the case here at all. I think this is very much this. They hired a 25-year-old or a 30-year-old to play what's supposed to be a 17-year-old. Or whatever. Everybody's getting murdered. We should have sex. Yep. I mean, horror, horror flick trope, I mean, calls for it, right? Yes. Somebody has to be getting boned somewhere and then getting boned. But not in a good way. I like those Halloween cats in the background. Yes. I was never someone that could just, like, like, I was like, oh, you know, if the curfew was full, just be able to have a party. Like, I, there's so much planning. I need more time. Like, who can just Well, that's because we have, like, planned parties. Their parties are everybody show up with some liquor, get drunk, and whatever. Right. I could never do that. Like, I've never been someone that could just go to a house. I've never been to a house party. Like, no, that's no. not true. I've been to a house that a house party was happening at, but I wasn't like, I just showed up at a house party. Like, I don't know. I knew the people's house that it was. But same, like, I, I just, yeah, it's weird to me. It's weird. Oh, it's still Halloween. Think. Jesus Christ. It's been Halloween for like 10 years. 1,500 people. That's actually, I mean, small, but not that small. Yeah, it, I was thinking it was going to be small. I've literally there. driven through towns with populations of, like, 20. Yep. Let's see, but talk about this town feeling like any town USA in a small town with this long-ass road through literally just flat orchard land. Are you just going to park that there, huh? So nobody can leave or come in yep. to town? Okay. He looks like a rabbit. Yeah. Those are the orders. The police department? What is that accent? It's the sheriff department, actually, but whatever. Right. Just makes me think corporate accounts payable. Nina speaking. 
<laughs> moment. Uh, that movie. Mike, Mike Judge, he is just... I feel like he's very poignant on characters and just yeah. situation. Situational comedy, I guess. I don't know why I'm totally blowing smoke up my own ass with comments like that. But I don't know. It's just something about him. He just nails it. Your friend's dead, homie. Because <laughs> they're a hearse. They don't usually take bodies away at hearses. I was just say, hearses aren't for taking bodies away. The more, the more, t- or the coroner comes and takes your body away. Hearses are Even for, in like, the 70s, I would think. Like, yeah. The hearses are for transporting caskets. Yeah, not bodies. And they like straight up put a structure in that cat, in that hearse. No. He'd be bleeding all over again and everything all gross. Exactly. <coughs> Straight cut open spine. Do you think they have places that you go rent those cop cars from? Like for movies? Go get what? Like so this cop car, right? Like it was like obviously a vintage cop car with those spinning lights and everything. Like, Do you think they have movie like prop places where you just rent them from? How does that work? Yes, there are actually warehouses where you can rent this shit. That may, I mean, that and would like, sense. you know, fake body parts, stuff like that. Usually, if it's a big budget movie, they have their own effects and, and place that they can get stuff from. But, um, yeah, there's definitely places you can rent this stuff from. Big old warehouses. Because it seems like the long, you know, the longer you go in time and, you know, making movies and stuff and needing more and more vintage items and things. It's like, where do you come up with this stuff? Like, eventually it's hard to find. And that makes sense. Well, like, some of it you have to make. And... Yeah, right. But I don't think someone's making a cop car, you know, with a spinning lights on. No, no, no. It's like, where do you get this? And then, yeah, that makes more sense if you rent it because you're only going to need it for a few days or probably even a day or two. I guess it's like weird stuff like that while I like watch the movie. I'm like, why is my attention being focused on that? Because it's nifty. It is. Because we like vintage stuff. That's true. And there's almost as much interest. And maybe that's why I don't mind watching bad movies so much. Is there's almost as much interest in analyzing why the movie was made or how it was made than even even if it's a piece of shit. <laughs> oh. What's under the bed? It don't smell good, whatever it is. Yeah. Attracting them flies. Is it a corpse? I think we got ourselves a corpse. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, if you were a police officer instead of looking for Transformers. I think we got ourselves a Transformer. You sure you want to open oh. it? So, I had seen a ton of dead bodies in my day, but I just don't feel like the level of decomp that body was at versus how still sticky. I just don't think those two. I don't think. Well, like that. it all very much depends oh, on okay. like the weather, the humidity, the conditions. Okay. Which is what those body farms are for, which I'm really sad that they don't let you tour the body farms because I find that fascinating and I would love to go to a body farm. I would absolutely go to one of those. That is fascinating. Is it so you can see different levels of decomp? It, that's It's for studying, yeah, different right, levels right, right. of decomp. So they like, uh, 
do different scenarios, put bodies out and stuff in different conditions, different scenarios to see how they progress, the bugs that collect, you know, stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. they can figure that all out. Tony Todd has barely been in this. I know. And he hasn't even spoken. Oh, there he is. Okay, I was thinking, are you only going to be in the one scene from the beginning? Oh, the chatter. Was anybody talking? Yeah, nobody's talking. Oh, now he's talking. You need to help us all better understand, because I don't didn't realize a lot was going on. I mean, people were dying, obviously. Um, and they feel probably aware. But in the same vein, like, it's a town of 2,000, right? Less than 2,000, yeah. Oh, it was less than 2,000? Eh, trying to think, like... It's just that they'd be going about their day still. And not quite sitting around like the way they are. They didn't like him to those people, right? The rest of those guys didn't know. He knows. Well... If you didn't know, though, and you were a traveling carnival, and you were in this town, and people were being murdered, you'd kind of be concerned. That's fair. They seemed less concerned and more moping, like they lost some people that were close to them, I guess. Well, I think the idea is they're supposed to be afraid of Dr. Death here. I feel like this movie, and I know we've been talking over him, so the, there's the whole context, but even in still, I feel like what I feel like a lot of these movies lacks is, like, you don't get a, enough character development. Yeah, we don't really care about these people. No, exactly. There's nothing to care about, so it's hard to be like, why are you acting this way? I have no, I have no context for why you're being this way. Uh-oh. Were they making out on a couch earlier? Uh, yeah, they were. So when did they get here? Not sure. There's that context we're missing again. I am a fan of Mr. Um, Dr. Death's jacket. Yes. Um, Trailers. That's right, this hasn't even been a whole day yet. No, it's fucking one day. Bitch. Oh, now she's a wretched whore. Hmm. Is he saying Jacob was one of them? Yes. Dr. Death's acting is not great either. No. So, do you think the mark of a good actor is to be able to act well with a bad script? Or a... Well, yeah, I guess it would be that. Because I think contextually, it'd be the other way. It's like, can a good script save a bad actor? This is the point I was trying to get to. Sometimes. Sometimes. I was trying to think of a movie as an example where, like, maybe the script was really good, but the acting wasn't great, but it, like, still was 
palatable, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. I can't either. I feel like it's usually a good actor can save a kind of crap crap movie. Yes. So can I just say right now that IMDb has this, like, under candy corn, it has more like this. And there's this movie, and I think at some point we should watch it. It's called Aqua Slash. (laughs) It is an hour and 11 minutes long. It is a movie. It is not rated. Maybe it'll be a bonus episode. It says, thrills, chills, and screwball comedy meet tiny bikinis and gory dismemberment in this chlorine and blood-drenched murder mystery. And there's literally, it's like at a water park, and there's like a guy going down a slide full of blood. Amazing. Yes. I'm down. We need to watch this. Uh, Loverboy is dead. Oh, here comes the music. That transition. Here comes Billy Butcherson to shove candy corn in your orifices. Because that seems to be his style of killing while ripping out guts and spines. Slow-mo bullshit. Slow-mo bullshit. Her boyfriend, yep, oh, he's gonna choke her out with candy corn. Boyfriend Here, have candy some candy. Ears. It's so gross because just think how dirty his hands are. I know. And that mask has got to smell oh, bad. So bad. So whose corpse was under Jacob's bed? I don't know. And what did he do? Did he rip her tongue out? Maybe. Because I'm like, what? He's holding something in his hand, so probably. Yeah. I was like, it was either that or he was like choking. Although it wouldn't have killed her. Right. No. I mean, she might have passed out, but. Oh yeah, because he's carrying her. Maybe that's exactly it. He ripped out her tongue, and now he's carrying her off to his lair. King Kong it? Phantom of the Opera? I thought so, but nope, he just dropped her on the edge of the And stairs. then, like, stepped on her? <laughs> That's what it looked like. What is happening? I don't know, now he's dying because he's done? Did he get everybody? No, he didn't get, he didn't get creepy old man, right? No, he didn't get, no, he didn't. Oh, shit. So, Dr. Death's clearly in on this more than just the revenge piece, it seems like. He must have... I figured he planted some stake in it somehow. What the hell is that siren? Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Oh, it was his mother. You don't know that. Are we gonna get any answers to this? We freaking better. It's called a car, and it is parked on the side of the road. I thought it was a Chevelle, but now I'm not so sure. I don't think it is. Yeah, I couldn't tell. No, oh, uh, it's, it's a Mustang. Mustang. No, nope. That's not a horse. What is that? I thought that was a horse too. I, I think you're. But it didn't look like a Mustang. It didn't look like a Mustang. Maybe, maybe they just kind of Ford. generic'd it up so they didn't have oh, to maybe. pay for it. <laughs> you're, you know, honestly, probably right. They give us something from the time, but it doesn't matter what the. Because I said Mustang, and I was like, okay, that is clearly not a Mustang. 
But it had the like the old style Ford emblem on the front. I don't even think it's a Ford. It's too, too pretty. That's kind of what I was saying. Did, did Fords ever it look, anything? It like seemed like a Chevy. Like, Oh, damn it, I stepped on a tongue. Ugh. Oh, you know what? I bet it was. I say, I saw, I pulled up cards from the Ford for uh, Ford cards. Cars from the 70s. And what is with I the think, stupid slow mo? I don't know. The music's terrible with the slow The music. Mike needs to go so we can end this. I'm fine. Okay, so if anyone that finds a 1977 Datsun 200SX, I want one. They're cool. <laughs> it is an ugly, ridiculous little car, but it's really cool. It might have been a Chevelle. That might have been an SS on the front. Oh, maybe. I'm seeing. They got some... They had a lot of weird Fords in the There's a Ford Granada. I can't even begin to tell you what that looks like. Or Ford Fairmount. No idea. Oh, Mike's real sad. All his friends are dead. I mean. What? I, would I don't understand why they always right cut there. out the dialogue and put the stupid music over everything later. Don't have music. Because I'm assuming whoever the idiot that wrote the movie doesn't understand how emotional dialogue works they're like we'll just make it seem sad and we'll put music to make you know how you're supposed to feel he's so lanky yeah he's got like one ounce of body fat on his entire body he's gonna go get his okay so a 1975 Ford Granada is probably one of the ugliest cars I've ever seen ugliest? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's horror. It's just a big old box. Did you say 75? Yeah. It's like a what a mid-range Midwestern drug dealer would drive. Oh, yeah. No, that's awful. <laughs> or a pimp. Or a pimp. Yeah. But not a good pimp. Like, or not, I mean, not the pimps are... Pimps are not good. For not the a good pimp. I don't think pimps are good. <laughs> but, like, not a classic fitness stereotype pimp. Like a gross white Midwestern pimp. You know what I bet that fresh been... Look, he's got a jackalope um, on the wall. I convinced my mom jackalope's for real. <laughs> uh, like, I don't know, I was in high school, so probably like 15, probably 15, 20, no, probably 20 years ago. Um, I, it was like, so 20 years ago, so internet 20 years ago, set the scene. I, I convinced her by saying like, how could it be on the internet if it isn't real? Like, look at all these pictures, I can find of it. <laughs> and I, it took probably a good hour. And, and like, literally after she found out, I was like, oh, my gosh, okay, I believe you. I was like, no, they're not real. And she was so mad. I don't blame her. You wasted a whole hour of her life. <laughs> I really did. I really did. I'm going to say that car was a 1972 Ford Torino. Headbutt. That's my guess. A 19 what? 1972 Ford Grand Torino. It probably Ooh, was not that. It Grand Torino. But Ford does make a cool car like that one, so possibly could have been that. 
So now we are at the circus and... So I feel like this movie's gone very American Horror Story. Kind of, yeah. But not, like, well. No, no, not well at all. Just that in that circus freak show, tie you up, force you to watch sort of way. Well, that's an SS. That's definitely a Chevelle. This is how much this movie has kept our interest. It's not re- it has reduced us down to pointing out all the different cars. Through the I'm door. irritated because that wall sconce on there is is like 90s. Yeah, it's not. It's right. not 70s at all. At all. It sticks out like a damn sore thumb. But to be fair, we don't actually know what time period this is, so... To be fair, you were correct. I have to say it's got to be 70s or 80s, though. Mike's not here right now. (laughs) Goodbye, Sheriff. Oh, dang. I thought he was going to say something else. It's too much. You know you're like twice the size, right? The psychological control, right? Strong with that one. I mean, you can literally just sit on him. And be down with it. I mean, I'm not trying to be offensive, but like, come on. Oh, no, but like in the sense of like, if you really want to stop him from doing what he was doing, you could physically overpower him without much effort. Fully from the, the the weight perspective of things. Okay, so now you're wandering around outside. What? Ooh, scary carnival streams. Every other lights are gonna turn on, and you're gonna get scared. Is this movie just one cliche after another? Yes. Or is it just me? Okay. Because I've seen this scene a hundred times in a hundred different movies. <laughs> okay, side note. So the Ferris wheel came on, and my first thought went to Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> and the, the pairing of cards where it says, you know, like a Ferris wheel breaks loose and rolls away or something mm-hmm. is basically just a windmill full of corpses. It's a hundred percent accurate. It really is. And I knew, I was like, I know it's going to be a windmill full of corpses because, yep. Which, I got some new Cards Against Humanity packs, so <gasps> we need to play. Yes, we do. It's been a minute. It's been a long minute. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, Ew. no, my dad. He's he is now a lantern <laughs> Human jack-o'-lantern. Sheriff's dead. And I don't even... This is how uninvolved these characters are. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, but I don't feel that bad. Weepy big weeperson over here. Oh, here comes good old Jacket. So, this movie has taught me that you just don't be mean to the outcasts, right? Don't beat up kids because once a year... This movie has taught me don't live in the Midwest. (laughs) You know what? I think that's a better lesson to take from all of this. 
don't oh, live shit. in a town that doesn't have like adequate Basic police. <laughs> right. A sheriff for five thousand miles. Um, so uh, Mr what's his face just got his arms worked off. Lovely line. Oh, the mighty have fallen. He would not be standing. Okay, I was like, he would not be standing with both arms ripped off like that. The shock alone, right? Right. So we're just going to stare at it for a while. Here's your candy corn. Good job. Thanks for murdering. Gotta put the candy so corn in it. Oh, wait. He's pulling out his teeth or putting candy corn in it? Candy corn. So his... Oh, no. You oh. know. Oh, you were right. Why? He's going to replace those teeth with candy corns. Oh, God. I have no idea. But that is terrible, and I can't... Ugh. Pulling teeth, pulling fingernails, anything like that, just that is... Ugh. Oh, yeah. Not so much the pulling fingernails, but the breaking. Like, when somebody's scratching so hard, their Ugh. fingernails pop off. That. Ugh. Yeah. Now we're like into a, a new town. Summoner of spirits. I mean. Uh-huh. Well, he didn't do it. Right. Too long. Mm-hmm. You can have the whatever story you want. I'm not buying your human teeth necklace. Alright. Gross. So, essentially, he's going to use his newfound... Uh, I mean, essentially, slave son. I don't like, but I mean, essentially, right? His kind of his summon corpse slave, corpse slave, to feed candy corn to uh, that. That's the whole movie. That was it. Are you? What? Wow. Okay. So that was short. Okay. Holy crap. What do you what do you want? He got his revenge. The movie's over. Although it didn't even feel like his revenge. It felt more like Dr. Death's revenge. It was Dr. Death's revenge, and Dr. Death was like very thinly veiled using his like like care for this kid as a way to well, it started out seeming like, oh I care about him, so he's gonna get revenge. But it's like, no 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 no, you're just using him to get shit to sell at your freak show. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. If anything, I just felt that was like taking advantage of the disabled. Yes. I I think we were right to side with the uh, audience versus critic score. Agreed. 100%. And I think it was very pretty. A sign for the few, like, like sore the thumbs. Like the 70s nostalgia. Yes, exactly. Like, 
the font, the initial music, not the sad music. I don't know where that crap was, yeah. but like really, like it's like he wanted to make a pretty movie, but didn't have the story to back it up. No, he didn't. So, because it was lacking. Yeah, um, I don't know. Oof. It took way too long for him to even start murdering anybody. No kidding. I cared more about sleepaway camp characters than I did about any of these people. Right? I and was more passionate about hating and liking those characters. The murders weren't even, like, inventive. No! It, it And it was cheaply shot. And, like, I know that's probably the point to some degree, but it felt very, like, almost lazy. Where it's like, oh, I'm doing this murder and get real close and just see a little bit of blood, but you know what I'm doing. Like, I know what you're doing. You can't afford to show, you know, some CGI. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it just, it didn't even feel, or it doesn't have to be CGI, like prosthetics, or you don't have something that can do it properly. It just felt, I don't know. There was no buildup and then no even letdown. It was just kind of like a flatline. It flatlined. It flatlined from the beginning. Agreed. It never had a heartbeat. This movie was dead on arrival. But yeah. So. Oh, that's my rating. I rate this movie dead on arrival. Yeah. I I give it, it even... I give it one out of ten candy corns here. <laughs> um, I don't like candy corn. So out of candy oh here we go. Out of candy ratings. So best candy um to get trick or treating from uh, candy corn to Full-size Snickers. No, 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 no. Let's not kidding. Candy corn's not the bottom. Let's be real. Circus peanuts to full-size Snickers. Who gives out circus peanuts on Halloween? Anymore? I don't know. In I would say like a, a lot of people. A, a, I would say like a box of raisin or fruit. Ooh, ooh. No, 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 no. Oh, Blocks. no, those religious brochures. You win religious brochures. Yep, yep. Because someone, someone gave my child one of those with with Shut candy, up. with candy, oh, mind you. Okay. okay. But he was like, oh, "What's in your treat bag?" And it was about Jesus, and I threw it away, and she never even saw it. But nice. Because she looked, she saw it go in there. She's like, "That's not candy." <laughs> That's amazing. I love no, it's not. No, you're right. It's not. Don't miss not. Don't worry. It just goes in the garbage. It's fine. Anyway, sorry. Oh no, you're great. That was great. So from religious um, brochures on Halloween to <laughs> full size candy bars, basically. Yes. It doesn't even matter what kind, really. It does not full matter. Full size candy bars. Yep. Where would you rate this? Uh, a religious brochure and a garbage can. Damn. Okay, very bottom. You're like, this is bottom out for you. I would never watch this again. Agreed. I think it's yeah. I agreed. Not even for like the nostalgia. I I, I almost just thing. wish that I never watched the first time. <laughs> Agreed. I Honestly, it was literally just background noise for the majority of our conversation. Yeah, basically. It was short. It was. It was uninspired. Um, I don't even think this is a movie you watch not sober. Yes. So, that's my rating too. I will give you religious brochures. Oh, no. Um, it's not how it's not trick or treat, but one thing that I used to get when I worked at the restaurant was people would leave religious brochures that looked like money, and I can tell you that is some 
If you do that, you are a bad person. Yeah, that's fucked. Hands down, bad person. Because that's horse shit. But yeah, yeah, so... Leave an actual tip, you dicks. Or leave a damn religious brochure that isn't tricking people into thinking it's money. No, leave a fucking tip. <laughs> Don't be a dick and leave a tip. And religious brochures do not count as tips. I mean, Rissa gives no... Yeah, no, nothing allowed here at all, so... You win. Not brave enough to say that. <laughs> leave a tip, damn it. You're right. People leave a tip. Leave and take your money. religion and shove it up your ass. Take this religion and shove it. Basically. Yeah. Basically. See where we stand on religion. Basically. If you're super religious, you obviously aren't listening to our podcast, so it doesn't matter. That's true. That's very true. Get out of your cults. Too many curse words. <laughs> oh. Too many R rated movies. Not rated movies at this point. They were so. Oh. So bad, nobody bothered to rate them. Right. So bad, did you rate it? Nope. We're gonna watch it. <sighs> Alright. Well, unless you got anything else, I mean... I think that's it. This one might come out a little late, but it will be out. It will be out sooner. I would say late is better than never. Yes. But unlike late but never, better than never, you should just never watch this movie sober. They don't watch it. I mean, it's too late for you now if you already did, but... Right. If you're right. Con- considering it after listening to this, don't. Don't. Watch well, something else. There's lots of other things out there. Exactly. And if you want to feel like you're someone plucked you from now and put you in the 70s, there's plenty of scary movies that just, can do that. Just watch Halloween. Exactly. The original or one. OG with some sweet, sweet... There goes her name. It's gone. Jamie Lee Curtis. Thank you. Another three-namer. Huh. <laughs> But the, the, one of the OG three namers. And I, I like her. She's allowed. Alright, from Rissa to me to Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> this has been... Don't watch Sober! Don't.